0: What is going on podcast? This is Coleco One and a.k.a. TE5 Pharaoh for all the TE5 gaming nation. I hope you guys have been enjoying some of the new excerpts we're doing, uh, allowing some of these other folks that have been a part of the podcast uh, to uh, to basically give the introduction themselves. I think it's pretty cool. And they've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed it. Uh, but I hope you guys uh, also are enjoying our content as well. I know lately we've had a lot more eSports and gaming content. We had a drought there for a while, but we are starting to pick back up there as well. Uh, but guys, in this episode, this is 55, okay, episode 55. I interview Coleman Hopkins, who's a young uh, 17-year-old, 18-year-old kid, uh, about to graduate high school. Uh, he's been working for me in t 5 gaming now for the better half of six, seven, eight months, something around there. Um, and he's done a great job as a young graphic designer. Uh, we go into a lot of detail about his story. Uh, we talk a lot about college and just the per, you know, my, my, my take, my two cents on, uh, on his story and what he should do. And just really for everybody in general. Uh, this is for parents. This is for, uh, you know, if you're a young high school kid and you're wondering, should you go to college now? Should you not? And I know it's a big debate today. Uh, but we cover all that stuff in this episode. I hope you guys enjoy it, and I love you guys a lot. Hey, guys. Pharaoh here bringing a new episode of the TE5 Life. And in this episode, I got TE5 Careless, also known as Coleman Hopkins. This young man's been working with me for uh, probably, Coleman, what would you say, about, I don't know, three, four months you've you've been a part of TE5? Has it been longer than that? What do you think?
1: Um, since October 1st, 2018
0: okay okay well um, yeah so Coleman here is a graphic designer with me uh, he's done a lot of t5 um, designs and stuff in, in, in uh, combination with his cousin Kraz. and uh, he's also uh, you know a proud member of our gaming community so I'm really happy uh, that he's been able to join us today I wanted to share his story uh, we're gonna get into quite a few different topics here uh, as well as just you know life and uh, probably a whole a whole array of different things. But nonetheless, uh, Coleman, welcome to the podcast, ma'am.
1: Thanks. I'm glad to be here. Share my awesome. story.
0: Awesome. Well, go ahead, man. Just let everybody know um a little bit more about yourself and um you know, we'll get popping.
1: All right. So I mean the the biggest thing that you haven't said yet is uh probably that I'm I'm a huge dreamer. Uh I, I have a lot of dreams and a lot of things I want to Go out and do in the world, but because of my age and my inexperience, I gotta take a few steps before I get there. You know, I gotta learn some things before I, I actually accomplish my dreams with T5 and outside T5 in real life. You know, um, I mean, the T5 dream has really, really captured me. Uh, you know, I've been here since October, and ever since I heard the dream from the beginning, and then even uh, with that first T5 daily. Video, it, it's really opened the scope of my dreams and what I want to do in the future as a graphic designer, as an entrepreneur. I've I've also considered that as being, you know, a more distant future thing, uh, taking graphic design and turning it into entrepreneurship. Um, you know, I, I've decided to. Ever since Kraz, he's the one that really showed me. Um, what you could do with graphic design. I knew that it was a thing, but I didn't really understand most of it. But Kras's the one that showed me the way and he's the one that introduced me to T five um through the battlefield community and then we turned into when T five turned into more a community-based thing uh and started grinding events and I saw the opportunity that I could make and both of us could make um with the graphic design and the T five brand. Um Yeah, man, I'm really excited, especially, you know, now that I'm graduating high school, I got a lot more time to dedicate to the grind and making the T5 brand bigger. Um, And even now that, you know, I'm going to college, I'll even have more education, formal education and uh, experience in the graphic design field um, as I go through junior college and eventually university.
0: Awesome, man. Well, uh, different different things I want to get into just just based off your introduction, um, guys. For you listening, this is pretty cool right now because for the first time ever, we're actually recording on Skype. Uh, there's a video of me right now, and this is going to go on YouTube. Uh, probably start our hell. I'm probably going to start the T5 date a uh, T5 Life YouTube show so we can start recording these. At least you guys get to see me as I'm doing these podcasts. I think that's really important. Uh Coleman here would have been on live video with me, but his room is a little too messy, so unfortunately, uh he didn't want to show that. Uh but uh definitely want to bring some guests on and and you know be able to use the video format so you guys can not only listen to it uh on Anchor on, on Apple Podcasts whatever but you're also going to get to um uh you're going to get to watch it as well. So <coughs> I know you guys if you can see behind me You've got, got my oatmeal pies right there, man. That's my little snacks, my, my pot of water, man, my my uh, briefcase and everything. So literally like my desk is it's like a corner desk right in front of me. Uh, you guys can't really see that. You just see the back wall here. Uh, but uh, nonetheless, Coleman, man, um, I, I, I want to first, I want you to emphasize what is a TD5 dream. Uh, obviously, I have the vision that I've expressed to you. I'm assuming that's what you mean by... Uh, the dream. But if you could uh, elaborate for our, our audience what that is exactly and why that motivates you so much.
1: Well, for me, um, it, for me personally, it started with my dad, and, and um, he got the equivalent of a college degree through 13 years of hard work. And it's not that I don't want to do that, I, I'm not wanting to work hard. It's that I want to have my own path and kind of create more freedom for myself and eventually my family in the future, and one of my strengths is that I'm pretty, not to brag or anything, but I think of myself as a very talented uh, art student in general, not just in graphic design, but in in general through traditional media, and I think that if I focus down the skills from the basics of graphic design, I could eventually turn that into, you know, whether I stay with T5 or you know 10 20 years from now i take my experience from t5 and do my own thing um in graphic design through sure. you know freelancing or you know whatever it works you know
0: sure sure so but but like you know you, you talked about the t5 like the dream of t5 i'm i just i'm curious to know like what 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 is that to you exactly? well for
1: me i have a lot of questions about entrepreneurship in general i'm not very educated and yeah. The, the legal parts of entrepreneurship. And I think that in order for me to be, you know, what's the word? Versatile in uh, a leadership role in entrepreneurship and being able to lead people um, economically, you know, emotionally, because there is, there is a human aspect too. I think that for me personally, being with T5 will really show me, what is wrong, what is right and certain things that I could learn in difficult situations for the future. You know, being with you and being with T five in general. And plus, I mean, I'm getting money out of it. I'm getting a job out of it. I'm getting all this like internship. I'm getting a lot out of T five and that's my T five dream. But you know, the dream of T five is a bit it's a bit different for each and every person. Um in my opinion, you know, we have streamers who have their own dream of um, T5 helping them uh, grow their brand, grow the T5 brand. Um, you know, your dream might be growing this brand and making all these uh, franchises that we could, you know, hold like restaurants and resorts with the T5 brand. You know, um, yeah. it's a little bit different for everybody, but you know, that's mine is making a future for myself through graphic design and entrepreneurship.
0: So utilizing the resources and the infrastructure that TE5 uh, does and will provide, I think keyword will, uh, as we grow in the future, for you to use that as a platform to, you know, put yourself on, man. That's that's awesome, dude. Exactly. You know, you know one thing, guys, listening that I, I think is really important, I've been trying to really stress this message a lot in our TE5 daily uh, videos, um, is the fact that, you know, I'm, I'm all about putting other people on, um, even if it does, if even if that means it's, you know, not going to benefit me uh, or you know, even if I don't get anything in return for that. You know, I always want to, you, know, um, you know, offer encouragement, uh, do what I can to to give a little bit more than I ask for. I think that's a really, really important business concept. Uh, and Coleman, you're looking for entrepreneurship advice. I just gave you one right there. Uh, give always give a little bit more than you ask for and you'll have a lot of success. Man. You know, and I think you've, you've done a lot of that uh, subconsciously. I don't think you realize that, uh, you know, but there's a lot of people in your situation that have your skill sets, you know, and their first inclination on working with somebody like me you know, startup, whatever, you know, I don't have money to pay you like that on project basis or salary. They're like, you know, well, you know, where's my money? What's in it for me? That's like their first inclination, but that wasn't you at all, man. Like you were just like, how can I help? And I I told you what you can do. And you went out and executed, man. You've given me a lot. um, And that's why I feel so strongly about you and wanting to, you know, ensure that I put you on uh, and, and, you know, as long as you're sticking with me, you know, for a while. So.
1: Yeah, and I'm glad I found you because um, when we started, you know, we kind of had, I guess you could say a rebrand. We just kind of did everything almost from scratch. Yeah. Um, And I'm glad that I found you at that point or, you know, me, Kraz, whatever, and found you at that point because, you know, I'm going to have to do that in the future if if I decide to do my own thing, you know. Um, mm-hmm. It's giving, my, giving me that experience from the bottom up.
0: C- Careless, let, let me just – give you some more advice here i i think you shouldn't wait dude i think i think you should be working on building your personal brand while you're in t5 you know i think that's that's a mistake for you not to do that because there's no reason that you shouldn't do it you know what i'm saying like and yeah. you know, what am i doing dude i mean i now granted i own t5 yeah sure but i'm not stopping you from you know creating content of your own and building your own personal brand and in fact i, I hope you do i encourage that because at the end of the day you know that i mean all this time you're going to spend with me if if that's the case i mean you might as well you know have that you have t5 careless and then you have whatever just coleman i don't know what you're going to go by or how you're going to set that up but um, I, I think if you do both, man, it's just going to put you in a better place. And there's, a, you know, you can combine both, you know, like I'm building Coleco, you know, level one and my name, my image is, 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 you know, synopsis, you know, it's just the same with T five. They're both one, you know what I'm saying? And it's mm-hmm. the way that I, I, I handle my content and you could do the same thing. You know, So I would really think about that moving forward uh, and not waiting around to, uh, you know, do a lot of that stuff. And, you know, I mean, you can just do what I'm doing, man, you know, but obviously you're focusing on graphic design and whatnot. Plenty of ideas we can get into for that. So, uh, but man, listen, you are a gamer. Okay. Uh, I know you're a big Overwatch fan, uh, you know, PC, whatnot, but, you know, just, you know, talk to everybody, share with them how you got into gaming, uh, what were those early days like? And, uh, you know, I guess kind of what made you fall in love with gaming in general?
1: Well, not to be bleak or anything, but it, it all started with my my dad showing me what, you know, the past looked like with the Atari and how he grew up and going to arcades and how it changed. Um, but the biggest step for me personally was when he bought the Xbox 360. And my first game on that was uh, Mono Warfare 2. No Xbox Live, so I had a split screen, either myself or, you know, a friend, whoever, with me, and uh, that's how I just kind of learned the basic mechanics of how gaming worked, you know. And then from there, I just fell in love with, you know, franchises like Call of Duty and Battlefield, and now Overwatch. Uh, Overwatch has got my heart right now. I'm just absolutely... uh, And it's a love hate relationship because it's frustrating sometimes, but yeah, man, Overwatch has got me right now, especially with Uh, the Overwatch League.
0: So, so why do you love Overwatch so much?
1: Well, for most people, you know, they enjoy sports and watching football, American football. Uh, it's become more of a tradition, you know, nowadays, especially in my household. But, uh, Overwatch League kind of captures that same uh, motivate, not motivation, feeling that I get from uh, American football, watching it with the family or whatever. Um, you know, the same competitiveness and understanding the game and all the highlight clips really captures my attention saying, man, I really want to get out there and get good just like them. You know, uh, you know, the P.E. football, uh, watching the NFL sort of thing That that kind of gets me in that sort of sense where, man, I want to play the game and get as good as them, you know, maybe join the Overwatch League myself one day sort of thing, you know.
0: Awesome. Well, I know most, uh, you know, most kids do expi- uh, aspire to be pro gamers nowadays. I think that's a very real thing. Um, and it's it's becoming even a more real thing now. You know, the fact that colleges are offering eSports scholarships now for kids to get full rides, I think that's insane, uh, compared to where it used to be, you know, five, six, seven years ago. Um, but you know, just the landscape itself. I think there's a lot of things to be excited about. Me personally, I haven't really got. I mean, like I've been, play, I've played Overwatch some. I do enjoy it. I'm, I'm okay at it. Uh, I haven't. I guess I just haven't had enough time to really understand the game at a at a deeper level like most of the, you know, the hardcore fans do. So I think that's why I'm still struggling to kind of be all in on it personally. Uh, maybe you can help me figure out how I can, you know, what's the best way to go about doing that with limited time. Uh, you know, me, you know, obviously for, for me uh, right now, Call of Duty is by far uh, my number one, uh, just following the CWL and stuff because I've been so immersed in it, especially after I went to the the LAN event, CWL uh, champs last year, that was a, uh, amazing event, but um but yeah, man, that, that's awesome. um You know, in, in terms of console or PC, careless. I mean, I, it seems like you're more PC now, but I mean, you know, do, do do you prefer playing that, or would you rather? You know, there's still a lot of stuff you like playing on the console. I guess how do you feel about the PC console debate?
1: I'm definitely a PC gamer, you could say, but uh I do play both. I prefer most of my games on pc but a lot of people especially my friends don't have pcs so i do play you know on xbox like uh my battles with four friends you know yeah um but personally i think that you can't really beat pc especially in esports uh like overwatch it takes a lot of mechanical skill and a lot of game sense and because there's a lot of layers that go into the game with all the abilities. Uh, and split second decisions you just can't beat it uh you you just can't get better than pc um there's a lot of key binds and certain things that you gotta be able to do in split seconds that you probably couldn't do in controller you know i mean not to say that it's not competitive on controller or it's not difficult on xbox in fact i think it's more difficult just because of your limitations you know
0: yeah well, you know, PC, you know, in eSports five, six, seven years ago, I mean, it was pretty much dominated by PC at the time, you know, but I mean, and you can tell me if you disagree with me, but I, I definitely think that eSports is, you know, we're, we're going beyond the PC now, you know, I think, you know, obviously with the introduction of mobile eSports, which is still something nobody's really talking about yet, and it, but yet it's blowing up right now, like cell phone Esports, like playing in a LAN event on a on a mobile phone, which is still to me, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know if I can get into that necessarily, just because I, I can't relate. I don't play games on my phone, but that's blowing up right now, you know. And obviously, the consoles, really, I think COD's pushing. I, I would have to say COD, to my knowledge, aside from COD, you got the like the fighting games, Smash Bros. I know that's so huge and. Uh, the sports games, that's all console dominated, not PC. So, you know, I, I think PC's dominance over esports in in a lot of ways is slowly they're losing that 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 market share in its entirety. I think PC now is pretty much, uh, you know, dedicated to your Counter-Strike, your League of Legends, um, whatever, Overwatch. You know, I I mean, I don't know. Like you so said, you can tell me what you think, but I I I feel like more and more esports are becoming introduced through console now than it than it used to be, and and um, you know, I think that's going to even play a bigger hit just because there's so many more console players than there are PC. So, I mean, what, what do you how do you feel about all that?
1: I, I definitely agree. I mean, the only big esports that are on PC is, like you said, League of Legends uh I overwatch
0: too. About, i mean is is the pro rainbow is that still pc or is that yeah, console?
1: that's that's on pc okay but uh definitely the esports and console is growing um i definitely agree with that um counter-strike right now i i'm personally i kind of strayed away from it just like me and call of duty i kind of step back away from those just because i'm engulfed in overwatch but um, to my knowledge, like a lot of a lot of Counter Strike organizations are kind of pulling out of the scene just because investors don't really like the the counter terrorist and terrorist theme. And you're planning a bomb, you know? That's not exactly. Well, it's
0: such an old game, too. True. The is, yeah, like, that's it, true. It's a- it's amazing that that game has lasted, like, the the, the scene for it, the cop scene has lasted as long as it did. I mean, that game, I don't, I don't know how many, that's been over a decade, right? It's been Yeah, long, it's been a while. Long, yeah. long time that that game's been around. And, I mean, I, I just, to me, like, I don't know, from the enjoyment of playing it, like, I get why it's competitive and stuff. I just personally... Like I would much rather play Call of Duty, and and the way that it plays, the graphic, just the movement. I just you know, I, I think I think there needs to be a new remastered Counter Strike. Let's just put it that way, or something similar to it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah.
1: Um,
0: you know, yeah, I'm yeah. I, I'm really curious to see how if Insurgency Sand. You know, I know that uh, Insurgency. I think Sandstorm, if that's the name of it. Uh, is supposed to be a very, like, realistic shooter. Uh, it kind of gives you, like, a counter strike feel, in a sense. Uh, have you ever heard of Insurgency? You know what I'm talking about?
1: Yeah. Um, I don't think it would be as big as an eSport as Counter-Strike. It probably couldn't replace it, just because of how, you know, infamous Valve is yeah. uh, compared to the developers of Insurgency. But uh, it, could, it could turn into an eSport scene. Uh, it definitely has a market for it. I do think that the console eSport market is more stable compared to the PC. Uh, I mean, we do, we do have you know, huge, huge ballers like Dota and, uh, and Rainbow and Overwatch and League League of Legends. Uh, but I think that it's steadily going to go uh, either down or it's not going really going to grow compared to the console scene.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I honestly do. Like, I am. I, I, I truly believe that there's going to come a point where League and like, oh, like obviously Overwatch is already on console. They have a game, but I, I really start seeing a lot of those P, big PC titles starting at you know in the next five to ten years. I think we're going to start really seeing them transition. I, I think console is this is going to be the future of eSport because it's the majority of the player base. You know, most people can't afford PCs, you know, and, and I think another thing, and you, and this is something I really want to get into, because I don't really, I, don't, I haven't really had a guest that's got into like PC tech technical stuff, which I, I should talk about this more for all my gamers listening. Um, you know, but like, I know one of the things that stops me is from one I mean, there's like 50,000 ways you can build a PC, it seems like. It seems like there's just so many different products you can buy and what's the right thing to buy, what's not. You know, there's just so many options and it almost just like doesn't like somebody like me who just wants to kind of keep shit simple, like just being real honest, like I don't want to have to compare 50 different things and or whatever and do all this back-end research i kind trying to just want to know hey this is what it is and boom that's it like to me that that's kind of what stops me and discourages me from really wanting to to deal with a you know building a pc or buying a pre-built i mean everybody has all their opinions and stuff but i honestly i, I think that's a big reason why most people you know obviously want just prefer a console because it's it's the it's the same operating system. Everybody's on the same thing. It's it's no different than, you know, I mean, you don't have to go buy 50 million different parts for a PC and, and you know what the price is. So I guess what I want to get to uh, here, Coleman, is, um, you know, for our listeners that, you know, maybe they're thinking about PC, they've been debating it or whatever, uh, you know, just kind of express the pros and cons. I mean, you're a console and a PC player between both of them. Uh, and that if, if and then after that if somebody were to want to go to PC, uh, what are the, the practical steps they need to take to make that you know that decision and that uh you know process a lot easier for them versus you know being just like what 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 the hell am I supposed to do, you know?
1: If your general rule is if you're looking for simplicity and a cheap option, you probably want to go to console immediately. Um however if you feel like in the future that you wanna expand over the PC, I think that you should save and invest into a PC. Um you can look on certain platforms like Steam and I mean you can just Google it if you really need to, the system requirements for certain games. Um I mean it does require research. I i bought my pc off a friend who is you know well into the culture of building his own pc you know he can do it all by himself uh so mine's a custom pc that he built and i got it at a really discounted price probably like half the value at the time uh you know so i didn't have to go through that kind of struggle of worrying about what parts i have and and what works and what doesn't but the, the resources are out there um i can't remember what the website is but um it does kind of, it has all the PC parts that, you know, are options on the market, and as you put stuff in your cart, I believe, it does list the parts that are compatible with the um, components that you have already, so the motherboard, the graphics card, aka the GPU, the um, processor, the aka the CPU, uh, it goes into detail on what is compatible with each other, um, very simplistic uh i haven't used it i've seen other people use it but the resources are out there however it does require some time uh to actually research on what fits your play style what fits your you know even if you have a desk or not you know are you going to be using a laptop a desktop um if you just want a game you don't really care um you don't care about investing you know and saving, and you think you're not—you're probably not going to expand to the PC market. You should probably just get console. Uh, it's a lot easier um, and a lot cheaper. So.
0: And I mean, you know, for me, like as a console player, the the really the only real advantageous reason that I've even wanted to get a PC was just for my streaming purposes to really become a bigger streamer to have that processing power, because I've got an old PC that I bought. You guys, if you're in the, you're watching the video, it's, it's down on the floor right now. You can't really see it, but you know, this thing, it's, it was all right for back in the day. I mean, this thing's probably like uh, three, four years old, but um, it, I just can't, I can't, uh, uh, use my graphic card really good to record gaming uh video just cuz it just doesn't have the power to to do it. Uh and I can't really stream from it very well either. So um <clears throat> that was really my only thing, but I don't know. I guess from a console's player, a console perspective, you're a PC guy, maybe you know, you're thinking about just saying hell with it going, you know, I want to go to console. Um I mean you know, look, guys, I mean, Mixer, like, if you're, if you're on Xbox or PlayStation, whichever, uh, it's, I mean, if you if you like streaming, streaming's now built into the consoles pretty much uh, on the platforms. You just literally got to click a couple buttons and you can be streaming, um, you know, and you can still stream from a computer, you know, and have it all customized and stuff and then, uh, you know, still play on your Xbox. But I just, like I said, to me, I'm, I'm all about simplicity, you know, and, and my time's very valuable. Um, so you know, a game's a game to me. You know, obviously, I'm. I'm, and, and I think people need to have realistic expectations too. Uh, a lot of people that invest in these PCs think they're going to go pro. You know, you you got to spend all this money and time. And I mean, guys, let's just be real honest. Like, you know, l- less than one one point one percent of the one percent will ever make a professional gamer um and i mean if you just love the play to play i mean i think console it's just it's it makes way more sense economically as well as just from a time investment as well if you're just playing to play but if you i mean if you have to have that m and k uh mouse and keyboard that's what that means um you know then i guess do your thing get a pre-built whatever you got to do but uh but nonetheless moving on from uh the pc and, and all that debate so, Careless, uh, why don't you share with everybody what your time's been like in TE5 uh, since October of last year? Uh, you know, kind of what all your experience has been working with me. You know, obviously, you've helped me run events and tournaments, uh, which you've done a really good job of. And uh, just working with me, man, and, and all the stuff we got going on, man. Just, you know, how, what have your thoughts been about all that?
1: Well, before New Year's, I would say – after New Year's, it changed a little bit just because of my schedule. But uh, before New Year's, I had a lot of time, and I was able to sit down and really grind uh, graphic design and play with a lot of ideas um, on certain things that will work to grow the brand. There's a lot of you know mistakes that I probably made, and um, you know, ma- keeping my schedule tight and not getting. Too much work on my um, on my schedule for the week has really been a big problem. Um, but working with T Five, man, it, it's really opened my eyes on what kind of um, what kind of schedule and motivation you gotta have to be a graphic designer, to be an entrepreneur, man. Um, a lot of it has been you guiding me on what kind of things I should be doing with my time on. You know this this certain thing on this certain project how I could tweak it and use it for the future you know it, it's been really pleasant and eye-opening uh, and getting me ready for you know cuz I'm gonna be doing the exact same thing to college if I go um, and in the real world you know it's really made it easy to transition from okay this is what I want to do what now what to okay I'm actually doing it let's go you know and make it bigger and better
0: awesome um how did get, give me your opinion uh more directly on some of the tournaments that you've admin uh how did you feel about those tournaments were they do you feel like they were ran uh, ran well by us uh did you think that uh you know, you know we were able to deliver a good experience for the players that participated
1: well even as an admin i i had fun playing uh not playing reviewing the the streamers' play and their reactions to you know highlights during the stream and um, you know getting eliminated and realizing that you know they can't really go farther into the tournament. It, it's been a pleasant and fun ride, uh, but admitting is was pretty fun too. Um, we had some issues, obviously, with the rules being um, not specific in certain situations, and you know, but I, I think it wasn't too big of an issue um, to make it unpleasant for me.
0: Cool down, man. So, careless graphic design, man, um, why do you love it so much? What what, what about graphic design makes you so passionate?
1: Well, I've always been an expressive person, Um, not necessarily in public because, you know, I'm introverted, but as an art student, I've always been very expressive. And um, in the early days, you know, I couldn't really express my thoughts like, uh, on a piece of paper very well, or in a painting, I, I immediately gravitated towards graphic design because of its um, the ability to manipulate the pixels or, uh, you know, an, illust- an illustrator, the vector system uh, and the shapes. I mean, it makes it a lot more simple for me um, with graphic design and turning that into something that can grow a company is insane. Growing a brand, you know, just by doing graphic design, I think is insane. But um, the my ability to manipulate certain photos or whatever is unlimited with graphic design. You know, I can only do so much with paint, but with digital artwork in general, it's completely unlimited. I think that's insane. If
0: You know, you were talking in a gym full of, you know, kids your age, maybe a year or two younger, and graphic design, something they've been thinking about wanting to do in their life, um, but they're not 100% sure, what would you tell them?
1: Well, first, if you're kind of indecisive on whether you want to do it professionally or as a hobby or in general, I think that... Um, You know, if you're an art student and you're wanting to decide if you're going to commit to the medium of digital art, you should probably look at other professional graphic designers on Twitter is a big place. Instagram is a big place to look at it um, and see if you can find stuff that you like and you think that you could make your own kind of style and see if it works for you. I, I personally like. Uh, Adobe Illustrator, just because of my um, uh, my personality of wanting everything to be perfect. I don't like a lot of chaos in artwork. Um, I like everything to be very structured, and Adobe Illustrator really enables me to have structured artwork. Um, but you know, Photoshop can be a bit chaotic, and you know that might be your choice and medium. You know, um, if you like paint in the certain. Uh, you know brush strokes in it you're you can probably not get that in photoshop as well as you can with paint you know um it's whatever you feel like doing um you should if you think that graphic design you know with its ability to do literally whatever you want you know you can download um packs of brushes and m- mimic the same thing that you can on canvas but it's not going to be exact um if you think that um if you look up um, professional graphic designers and you can relate to them and you can find your own vision uh, through graphic design, that's generally the way that you
0: want to go. Awesome. All right. So, um, Careless, what has been the biggest, guys, and and just so we're clear, as I said earlier, I call him, I'm, I'm switching between Coleman and Careless. I'm so used to calling him Careless, so just just know I'm talking to him, guys. Um, but I want to ask you something careless, real specific. Uh, what is the, if you had the name one to three things that you've learned from me, you talk about how I've been such a good influence and I've, and I've showed you a lot of stuff, I guess I've I've taught you a lot of things, uh, name me one to three things that have been the most important things you've uh, taken away from me. Um,
1: con, uh, consistent schedule, stress management needs to be on point. And, um, the third thing, probably keeping it simple, but creative, uh, and innovate. Can you give us some
0: context on each of those?
1: Yeah. So personally, um, as a teenager, you know, I'm pretty lazy. Most of the time I'm lazy and, uh, I like to procrastinate a lot. And, um, in graphic design, you can't really do that. You got to meet those deadlines or it's not going to get done um, if you keep it consistent, you're going to get in the flow of things and you're just not going to think twice about the schedule. Me personally, anyway, um, if I get in the groove of it and I make it a habit, it's harder to break the habit than to, um, have an inconsistent schedule. Um, it kind of makes it more stressful. So, um, you know, stress management and, um, has to be on point. Um, if you're having trouble with, you know, Innovating or making a certain project look a hundred percent um you know it's going to be stressful and making deadlines can be um, for me it it is very stressful to um make something perfect on a deadline because i'm a very i'm a perfectionist if uh something is very uh, some one pixel is off i'm going to see it and it's going to annoy me physically it's going to annoy me. Um, And it's like a huge stress thing. I don't know. I get stressed out about it sometimes, um, seeing one pixel off. Um, So that kind of ties into being able to innovate in a stressful situation. Um, For me, I get a lot of um, thoughts running through my head, and it's kind of hard to um, anchor down and get one idea across that um, may or may not even look good. But, um, being innovative in a stressful situation can be a, a very good a- um, aspect of one's self that will get you far into the field of graphic design
0: Awesome. Um, careless talk you know let's let's talk about kraz a little bit um, for those of you listening uh t e five kraz that's his alias um, his real name's ryan miller that's his name, right? It is Ryan Miller. Um, but nonetheless, uh, he's the one who brought Coleman here in the T five. Um, you know, I know that we probably should have talked about this a little bit earlier in the episode, but I want you to just, uh, explain to us and everybody listening, uh, how did he persuade you that T five was worth joining? And I guess just go, share with us that experience. You're right before you joined us.
1: Well, we got we got to take it back a little bit. Um, I believe, if I remember correctly, it was the summer before my freshman year of high school when he introduced graphic design to me um, and digital art in general. I always knew it was a thing, but I didn't realize the full scope of what you could do. And ever since then, uh, me and him both had the dream of doing graphic design professionally, Um, and he's always been a year ahead of me, um, in, you know, in the real world, going to college, he's already a year ahead of me, uh, he is a year older than me, so, um, you know, I've always been able to look at him and his mistakes, so, um, you know, fast forward to, um, the right around October 1st, you know, he, he shows me T5 and, um, The community that is there, I already knew the name because of the the competitive scene that T 5 was in, Um, but I didn't really know anything other than that, really, just the name. Um, But he showed me that, you know, it was a brand and uh, we could use our skills to grow not only us um, as graphic designers professionally, but the brand and really make it into something that, you know, is big, like the Optic and the Phase and the 100 Thieves, you know, um, kind of accomplish our dream of being professional graphic designers and, for myself, uh, an entrepreneur. You know, um, it all kind of started with Battlefield 4 and and showing me the competitive scene, and then T5 and it as a competitive uh, figure in the scene, and then uh he got a chance to sub in for a five v five. On uh, one of the games. Because he was close with the members on the team. And it kind of steadily grew. He uh, kind of grew into the community. And then he introduced it to me. And then the graphic design's part of it. And that's kind of how it started. Um, October 1st. I'll never forget.
0: I love that man. <laughs> it's got the date remembered and everything. You got the time remembered as well?
1: I do not unfortunately. I'll, I'll look back. You challenged me. There's I'll slack. look back.
0: All right. <clears throat> oh man, a lot of good stuff here. Um. So, careless, you, you know, you talk a lot about entrepreneurship. Obviously, with designing, um, you know, and so I, I understand entrepreneurship. Something uh, being an entrepreneur is something you want to be. Um, I think there's obviously there's still a lot you're gonna have to experience and learn on on what that really means. But, um, you know, let's talk about you know so so going to college, you know, well, I mean, just just I guess what's the plans you're grad- you're gonna be graduating this June, um, you and I have had some pretty long, deep conversations about should I go to college, should I not? um I gave you my two cents on that, and you know obviously we you know, I think we can kind of get into that a little bit here in just a minute. Uh, But, you know, at this point, just share with everybody what you got planned, uh, you know, what your plans are coming graduating after you graduate.
1: Yeah, so I got uh, two main paths that I can go down. Um, I could, you know, be um, with T5 and not go to college and, you know, obviously go get a job. Um, intern at a graphic design um, business or whatever I could find in my local area, um, and also you know build T five as a brand, or uh, and just solely rely on you know my my um, job at, and um, the internship and turn that into an actual graphic design job in my local area, um, or I could go to college. Um, And my plan for that would probably be going to a junior college in my area, Um, Navarro College as it's called. Um, I'll get my basics towards my bachelor's. hold Hold on,
0: before you go any further, Navarro College, was that funded by the Navarro cartel?
1: I'm not aware of any affiliations. I can confirm nor deny
0: Mexican cartel uh, the reason i I mentioned this because i'm in, I'm watching this uh, show on Netflix called the ozark and, the, and and the the guy uh he's uh he works for the Navarro cartel. I was just curious and you're the factor in Texas too. I don't know. I just kind of kind of clicked out but yeah
1: coincidence but, but I, I think not
0: go ahead and continue my fault.
1: But yeah, I'll get my basics towards the degree that I I want, um, which is Bachelor of Fine Arts in Design, I believe, as it's called. Bachelor of Arts, Bachelor of Fine Arts in Design, I think. Um, And once I get my basics in that, I'll transfer to the University of Texas A&M Commerce, which is up by Greenville, Texas, I believe, which is very far from here. Um, I'll transfer over to that and hopefully get into their um, their graphic design program that they have there, which is very prestigious from what I see. Um, and their actual program is um, hosted at the El Centro College building in downtown Dallas, which is closer. So I probably won't even go to the Commerce campus at all, um, assuming that I get all the credits that I that I uh, need for my, my basics from tomorrow. So I'll probably never, ever touch the campus of the commerce, uh A&M commerce campus. So um, that'll save me a lot of gas because I'm not, I'm not dorming or anything. I'm not even going in as a freshman. I believe um, I'll be considered a transfer student. Um, so I'm saving a lot of money from that.
0: Is it pretty hard to, uh, to get into this graphic design school?
1: for what i know it is very difficult it's very competitive you got to present a portfolio um it's not really it's not really focused on graphic design portfolio it's more of your versatility as an art student obviously they want some graphic design pieces in there but um the point is to show that you know the fundamentals of art you know the basics of um drawing and painting and everything and you're ready for their rigorous program, as it's described on their website, um, I believe. But um, yeah, it's very supposedly very difficult to get into. Now, the actual lessons in there, I'm sure, are very difficult, you know, because they are taught by professional graphic designers in the field. Um, they do hire um, part-time professors, I believe, as they're called, to actually teach their their classes and their experience from the real world, um, because in the Dallas area apparently um, it's a huge um, market, especially in the fashion industry, um, yeah. in the esports industry. Um, can't remember what else they described, but it's a huge marketplace for graphic design. So they huge market this.
0: in general. Let's just put it that way.
1: Sure, but yeah, the their program is in. Um, el centro downtown dallas i believe so that it's closer to the jobs and the students can actually get an internship in the companies in the surrounding area so um, all right
0: man so you ready to dive in on this let's do it all right you mentioned you have two choices okay um let's address that first okay you said something that i disagree with a lot and I don't necessarily think you you realize this. Maybe you do. Maybe you don't. I don't know. But the first thing you said was, "I can either stay with T five or not and go to college." Well,
1: uh, that's not what I meant. I meant more of uh, being able to invest even more time to T five. Of course, I'm not gonna like ditch it for college. You know, it's just that I won't be able to invest as okay, much well, time. you understand
0: that? Because I was about to ask you. I'm like well, why can't you still be in T5 if you go to college? You know what I'm saying? Like that. Yeah. nothing prohibiting you from from continuing to work with me and provide, you know, some services and stuff here because obviously that's things you could be putting into your portfolio that you're going to present to yeah. the this, this school if that's what you decide to do, okay? Um, next thing. So <clears throat> you're going to go to junior, you know, go to a community, junior college, whatever, uh, <clears> the <throat> star. And what's going to take you about a year two years before you can get into this design school.
1: Yeah, it should be no more than two years, two, year, year two, and a half. Ideally
0: prerequisite classes, which are yes. going to consist of the BS classes pretty much. Right. Yes. All that guys, yeah, this is my biggest issue with colleges, man. Now, granted, um, you know, careless here. Um, You know, he didn't mention this at all, but from, you know, this is a conversation we've had, uh, you know, he's probably going to be fortunate to, uh, you know, have most of his college paid for and not really have much debt. Um, Guys, I actually, if if you're listening to this episode and you didn't listen to the last episode I did with Zachary, or actually two episodes ago with Zachary Kennedy, we really got it deep into college and uh, our thoughts and stuff. Um, you know I, and I was telling careless here this has really been the big debate with me and him over the last couple of months is is it really necessary for him to go to school to be a, a uh, can talk right now a successful graphic designer um, i I said no but you know it's important that you guys kind of hear my side of you know, kind of where, where I'm coming from from this um, you know obviously having Whatever it means to have a a degree from this uh, you know from this graphic design school, if that's really going to make you much more money than you know just going out and being really damn good, I, I don't know. Okay, I, I have no idea what kind of jobs you know you'll get or you'll be offered uh, the moment that you, you you graduate from this institution, uh, you know, four years from now or whatnot. But to me, like. College, like if you're going to be anything in the medical field, um, obviously anything in medicine, I mean, you you need school, you need a lot of advanced understanding, studying and whatnot. So I I understand that. I understand for engineers, architects, lawyers, you know, I guess anything called it like a STEM career, uh, I definitely get the importance of college when it comes to things of that nature. Uh, But when it comes to entrepreneurship, Okay, careless. Before I even go any further, I want you to tell me right now, what is your plan after you get out of this this institution? Are you going to start your own business or are you going to go work nine to five for somebody, me or some other company?
1: Either you or try to find a nine to five. I mean, it doesn't have to be nine to five, but um, some sort of job that is relevant to my degree.
0: Okay, so you're not going to be an entrepreneur. Correct. Okay, do you ever want to be an entrepreneur no
1: i I'm open to the option of uh, I want to have it as an a uh, complete option you know i'm I want to be at the point to where i'm more than capable of doing it um you know just in case sort of okay. thing
0: you know that that was when, that's leading leading me into my next thing so like it, like if your intent was to go do all this and then basically start your own design company or whatever i would be completely like even more against you going to college than i already am okay i would be like flaming like flame swords at you right now. yeah <laughs> like like because that to me that would be absolute ludicrous because you know th- this is this is what i told him guys I, I told I, I, I laid things out really practical. Okay, now you also need to understand. For those of you listening, I assumed that he was going to go into debt. Um, yeah, I've got my dogs barking in the background. Please ignore them, guys. Uh, but I assumed he was going into debt for this, which in that case, I was already flowing, throwing my flame swords at him. Um, but, you know, the fact that he's not going to be in debt, I'm, I'm like, OK, well, that really just comes down to do you want to you know, spend the next four years getting to the end point where I think he could probably get there, you know, in two years, you know, with the same prestige if he were to do what I'm about to mention. And really what that is, is it's just graduating college. Literally, for graphic design, I mean that's that's a skill. that's a trade you can you, know, you can probably learn on YouTube, you know, and then get really good with practice and just get you know doing some free internships with people because here's my thing. like to me, it's so practical for somebody like you, Coleman, to graduate school, okay? go out get a job you know some grocery go work a third a third shift stocker in a grocery store make your 10 to 12 bucks an hour live at home with your parents save money okay keep your overhead as low as freaking possible okay if you got to help them out with the grocery you know their their groceries or the electric bill, the cable, the internet, whatever, help your parents out. That's super practical. I think that's awesome for, uh, you know, an 18 year old, seven, 18, 17, 18 year old to be willing to do that. When most of them are just kind of like, hell with y'all I'm out, you know, <laughs> let me go to school. Cause I don't, and you guys are going to give me money, you know, all the time and whatever pay for all my school. And that's another thing parents too. Like if you got to, your child that's kind of wanting to just take responsibility of that. And they have enough self-awareness to know that like they can go out and do this on their own, which I'm telling people, like for somebody like graphic design, I absolutely believe you can. Like, I just don't see why you'd want to pay for all this schooling, you know, but, but, but let me finish what I'm, what I'm saying here. So you get your job. Okay. Third shift, stocker job, make 10, 12 bucks an hour. Okay. You're saving all your money okay you're living at home with Mom and Dad, helping with some bills, much respect to that okay um and in the meantime, what you're doing is you're working with somebody like me create, you know obviously creating content, doing things you can do for me. On the flip side, you're also DMing every graphic designer on Instagram and asking them, hey, do you need any help? I have some basic design skills. I'll work for free if necessary. And, you know, if you message 100 people, I guarantee you're going to get two or three that will actually respond to you. Maybe one of them says, sure. You know, what do you got? Okay, and they're a legit graphic designer. They're working for a company already uh, or or maybe they've got their own gig right now. And next thing you know, somebody like you, Coleman, you're already you, you get in with them. They start giving you task assignments and like you're actually getting dove straight into the to the real stuff right away you know, six, seven months after you get out of school versus four years from now, you know, because you're going to go spend two years dicking around doing nothing, you know, doing stupid stuff that's never going to apply to your life anyways, um, you, you know, and, and basically get that experience from internships because now he's in the real world. He's not in college, guys. College is not the real world. It's this little fake fantasy world. It's put together, okay, and really to me, it just shelters you, it, you know, you're not really making those big key connections, because to me, if he finds somebody that's a designer, even locally in Dallas or wherever, I mean, not only are you doing a great job for that person, but you're doing a great job for me. You're getting references. And surely that designer guy knows a whole bunch of other really big dudes in his area. Or in the industry in general. And now when he goes and talks to them, he's like, yeah, man, this guy careless is, you know, he can kick ass. He, you know, he makes these great, whatever pictures or graphics, whatever the case is. And now you've got name credibility. You've got real world experience. You're already saving money. You're you're being real practical right now. You're living at home. You're being responsible. You're already learning those key things in life. That's just basic life necessities, paying bills and stuff. I mean, and and you're doing it in a fraction of the time, you know. And to me, I just that's such a practical way to go about that. Uh, I understand that in your situation, it's not that easy. And, and and there's a lot of kids out there that have parents that are very convinced that you have to go to college to to make this work. And that was me, man. You know, my mom, uh, I was with my mom. She. I didn't have a dad. Um, you know, and she for pretty much uh, since going through high school and stuff, she was telling me I mean, that's the only way you can make it in the world is to have a degree. And of course, I mean, from her, she she was a she's been a nine to five all her life. She's been an employee. She wasn't an entrepreneur. Um, so I didn't have any other influence that told me otherwise, you know. And I believed in that. Obviously, I went to school, got a degree in exercise science and physiology. I played college football. I thought I was going to be a strength and conditioning coach, you know. I didn't get to do my internship till my senior year to find out that I absolutely hated being in a nine to five environment really and weightlifting and strength conditioning it's more like a you know 12 to 16 hour job because you're you know you're working with sports teams and stuff and, and i hated it i absolutely hated it and i just went through four years of school and seventy-five thousand dollars in debt to find that one little piece of information out literally and careless this is what i'm telling you okay i understand like you know, if your parents are going to pay for your school, much respect, man. I mean, that for that's great for you. Okay, it's absolutely great for you. Um, but at the same token, I just want—I I hope that if your parents are listening to this, and even for yourself, I really, really think if you're if you're going to go to college, you're going to go ahead and pull the trigger on that. Like, you need to get some type of internship now with a instant like a company or something and truly experience this because here's the thing I'm going to hate for you man you're going to spend the next three or four years even though you're not going to debt that's fine that's fine but you're going to spend the next three to four years of your life two of which are going to be a waste of time and then you know you're actually going to get into the good stuff on year three but then it's like midway through year three and four when you finally get to do an internship in a nine to five environment, and then you come to find out you hate the living hell out of it. That's going to be a that, That's depressing, man. It is so super depressing because you're like, dude, I hate being in this office. I wish I could go you know, be an you know, entrepreneur or do my own thing. Like I, I really, really implore you like above all else, man, like you need to get that experience in year 1 or 2 no later because if you if you don't and then you find out like you just this is not I don't this this cubicle life or whatever I don't know how these you know graphic design companies all work but you know if that's not you dude you you got to find that out now don't waste the next 3 to 4 years of your life like doing that you get what I'm saying yeah Like, if you take nothing else of what I said, and for everybody listening, if you take nothing else, if you don't remember a damn thing I just said, That is the one thing I want you to please take away is that if you were going to go to school for anything business related, which I still think is absolute ludicrous, you can go out and do it on your own without school, without the debt. Parents, you don't even have to pay for this stuff. You would just truly understand we live in a world where the Internet allows people, gives everybody the opportunity. Now, this is an equal playing field. You know, you don't have to appease. Uh, You know, the the big corporate people, the boss man, you know, and live a life where you think you're going to get a pension, retirement. Those days are gone. But, you know, nonetheless, it's it's the number one thing you take away from this kids going to school is do an internship now. Do not wait till year four, year five. Okay, for some of you that are lazy, you're going to make it to year five. I was one of them. I hated school. Uh, And then incur all this freaking debt just to find out you can't stand doing what it is you're trying to go do okay i just i i really implore that i think schools purposely wait till the end because obviously it's a money game you know they want to they want to put you through the ranger and the system and then you know at that point it doesn't matter what you know what your deal is because you know you've already incurred the debt or whatever you've paid so uh that's my number one thing coleman is if you if you end up pulling the trigger on that dude do, you know, go you you need to get some type of internship and you need to really experience like what it is that you think you're gonna do, especially if nine to five's it, man. Cause I, I'm just telling you right now, nine to five, it's not for everybody, man. It's for most people, but I mean, if 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 you end up being a more of an entrepreneurial type, maybe you don't realize it yet because you just haven't tasted it. You need to taste it as fast as possible so you're not wasting time, dude. You feel I me?
1: Mean? Yeah, I mean, I just I'm torn. Uh, I don't I don't know, kind of. Well yeah,
0: it's gonna yeah. pay for it. Look, I, I dude, I'm I'm more supportive of it. And and, and if you think you want to work a nine to five, that degree is it, it will help you. It will. I'm not gonna say it won't. Do I think you can go and still get a nine to five if you go spend the next two years building, you know, your portfolio and networking with real life people and actually doing real life adult things. Not you know, you go into college not being an adult, you're still being a kid. Like, just going out and being an adult, do I think you can still do that? Yes. It's going to take a lot of hard work. To me, college is a lot easier because you're just getting that piece of paper and you're going to lean on that paper to get you into a job, man. Okay. Well, it's not that it doesn't work. I mean, I think nowadays bachelors are already becoming super devalued. I mean, I don't know about you, but like, you know, nowadays, like bachelors are more like high school diplomas. And let's just be real frank. Like if you don't have a master's, like you're not really in that discussion, you know, I mean, that, and that's just the reality of it. I think just just the, the bachelor's degree, the, the typical four year degree is worth nowhere near what it used to be worth five, six, seven, eight years ago. It's just not, you know. A lot of these companies want masters, you know, so that means more schooling, more debt, you know, which is fine. Like I said, if, if you're not coming, if, if you have little to no debt, I, I really don't have an issue with you doing this other than the fact that I want you to just taste it right away like to get an internship while you go to do your junior college school okay as you're wasting your time with that crap go out and do an internship on the side with a legit company if it's got to be for free it's for free i look if if they know you're going to school and they know you got skills i'm pretty sure if you dm 10 to 20 companies or whatever like so, somebody's eventually you're just going to be like sure man come on you know Go test it. Go taste it, man. And, and then, like, that's going to really tell you if this is worth your time, you know, sticking out the next four years, uh, if, if you actually have tasted it for, you know, five, six months and, and you're like, hey, cool, I like this. Plus, that's internship you can put on your resume uh, and that when you, you know, get to your graduate or whatever, your your actual graphic design school, you know, you've already, I you mean, that, that's a plausible um, uh it's a plausible experience, you know, from an internship that you you should be able to use that, you know. I mean, that should count towards, you know, because they're going to require you to do internships. I mean, most degrees do. You'll have to do so many hours. So I mean, that should all count. So it's not like you're just wasting your time. You know, you're you're kind of knocking two birds out in one stone. You know what I'm saying?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I, I mean, that's all I'm saying, though, man. But, you know, like I said, I, I just you know, I I don't think you have to do all that. And if it was me, I wouldn't personally just knowing what I know. Cause you know, it's just hustle. If you got the hustle, do it. If you don't, then go to school and get that paper dog. So I just want you to taste it, man. Taste it as early as you can, because if you end up hating it, then you got to change what you're doing. Quit wasting mom and dad's money. Cause that's another thing too, man. Like mom, you know, my mom, now granted, you know, me and her have talked. She's not mad at me. She knows that I, you know, the whole strength and conditioning exercise science degree really wasn't my forte, you know, but I mean, she, she's having to help me pay my debt right now. I can't afford it. You know, I've got so much, like so much freaking loan packages and stuff. Like personally, like, you know, she's paying for it. I'm paying, you know, we're not, even, I'm not even using what, uh, you know, what What my degree was in, man. So uh, that's just the number one thing, man. I think at the end of the day, even though, you know, parents are so still hellbent on the fact that they think college is the only way to success because you worked a nine to five all your life and that degree was what you needed. I get that. But like at the end of the day, save yourself and your retirement. Okay, That's all All that money is money that you could be saving for your retirement. That's well-deserved. You've sacrificed all your life for 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 Coleman here. Or, you know, and I'm speaking to parents everywhere for your child. You've spent hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars on Lord knows everything imaginable. You guys deserve to have an amazing retirement. And I just want you to know that you're in a world today where... Kids can succeed without a degree and more so in fact, I think they will succeed better if you implore hustle, if you implore real life things in them very, very early versus letting them go to college and dick around for the next four years, which is all they do. They sit around, play video games like I did, go party and do everything else imaginable, you know, besides you know, actually getting the real world stuff, you know, and then they actually have to go to the real world and you get slapped in the face and you struggle for the next five years because you don't know what the hell you're doing. Nobody taught you how to really, how the real world works, you know, and that's, that's my spiel and I need to stop talking because I'm taking this entire episode to do it. Um, but careless, man, um, go ahead, man. Just, you know, final thoughts on everything and we're going to go ahead and kind of wrap this up here. All right. Yeah,
1: man. I, I just don't know if I will like you know the nine to five. I I haven't tasted it yet. I haven't tasted either either side really. Um, that's probably going to be my next step. Um, I've already you know applied to see if I would get accepted, and I have gone uh, gotten accepted to Navarro. Um, so that's a good thing. I got pretty good SAT and TSI, which is just an entrance test, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I scored high on both of those, you know, well, well enough into to get into it. Um, you know, it's just a matter of deciding whether, you know, do I want to hustle or do I just want to, you know, waste some time a little bit. I don't, I just don't know yet.
0: Dude, you're listen, and that's fine, man. Like, like, like I said, you got you got in the school, great, and and commit to it, but. You know, at the end of the day, I just I just want you to go do some extra work. Don't just, you know, sit back and just be like, all right, guys, I'm going to school, you know, and, and then just, you know, rest on those laurels for the next four years. I just want you to take a little bit of extra effort this summer, this freaking summer, Coleman. You need to be DM and I want you you know do an internship with a company. OK, actually get in there and, and experience the nine to five graphic design world you you should be doing that extra research you're a research guy i know you are so do that research contact those individuals i know you're introverted and you're kind of cold calling people out of the blues not in your forte i used to be like that i'm introverted now granted i've got some sales skills and experience that kind of helps me out a lot but You need to reach out and just be like, hey, can I come uh, shadow somebody or help out in any way? I mean, you don't have to pay me or whatever. I'm sure somebody's going to let you in and just taste it, you know, taste it, taste it, taste it, taste it while you're starting your Navarro or whatever. And like if you absolutely hate that, dude, I mean, I, I, I think your parents would ultimately really appreciate that you know, in the long term, at least, maybe not in the short term, because they still think that you got to go to school to, to have any success. But, you know, the fact that you you took the initiative to know, listen, like I hate doing, like I just can't do this. And that if that changes the plans or whatever, that, you know, you're going to save them a lot of money. Man. So I think this is just more about, uh, and, and, you know, this is more about you're, you're almost, you know, you're looking out for them as well, not just, you know, for yourself. So, mm-hmm. That's pretty much it, man. I just want you to taste it as soon as you can. And then make a decision and decide if that's really something you want to do or not. Don't wait till four years from now to do it. Okay? All right. Yep. Cool. All right, guys. So this was a, uh, like I said, very good episode here. Coleman, he's a part of the T5 gaming family. Uh, He's a very close uh, young man of mine. I care about this young man very, very much. And I I do – uh, I, I do want to be able to employ you, man. I want you to work for me. I'm very selfish about you. I know how much talent you have. Uh, I know what you're capable of doing and, uh, I, I can see the potential. So my goal is whatever you decide to do, I mean, hopefully in the next three to five years, you'll be working for me full time. Uh, you know, as, as we, we grow the T5 empire, man. So I'm really excited for the future. And, um, yeah, I just want, I just want what's best for you, man. You know. And uh, for those listening, I mean, I just uh, I think anybody that, um, you know, sees that in somebody, man, you know, you just want to you don't want to manipulate or anything, but just you know, give them the best advice you can, man. And just be real practical. So that's pretty much it. Um, So, guys, we're going to get ready to go into our fire around here, have a little bit of fun with Coleman here, and then we're going to wrap this up. So um, first question, my man, what is your biggest pet peeve?
1: Biggest pet peeve. It's um, a good question. I would say um, for myself, I, I don't like when I waste time, um, which is very ironic for what we're talking about. Very, very relevant. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't like wasting time. Um, however, I do procrastinate, which is kind of, uh, I don't know, that's kind of ironic in itself too. But, uh, yeah, probably my biggest pet peeve is don't waste time.
0: Well, you better um, better look yourself in the mirror on that one, dog.
1: Yeah, that's a bit hypocritical, but, you know, we'll Mm -hmm. see how that goes. All
0: right. Next question. Um, What is your worst habit currently? I guess you kind of already stated what your worst habit is.
1: Yeah, procrastinating, definitely. Um, And being a bit indecisive. And not just uh, I, I think I should not not in college specifically, but in general, pull the trigger a bit more on certain things. <clears throat> I'm
0: just you know careless from from what I know about you and and I don't want you to don't take this the wrong way at all, okay. There's a lot of, lot of kids and, and people your age, you know, 17, 18 year olds listening to this. and you know everybody comes up in a different background. Um, you, you know you and I, we don't really have the same background, but it's somewhat in a sense similar. I, I think kids that grow up in an environment where they're not really pushed by their parents. It's more of just you know you, you kind of live that you know more comfortable you know you get kind of get which you know what you want type of life um the, the procrastination tends to be like way way worse for those individuals okay um me personally i mean i grew you know my mom and dad I came out of the house with a uh, abuse. It was an, uh, a physical abuse situation. My mother was assaulted by my father, who was a druggie and a pothead. Uh, He's a professional boxer, so I pretty much grew up as a you know a child, one you know with a mother. I didn't have a dad in my life, uh, you know, which had its pros and cons. I mean, obviously, it had my dad the way he was stayed in my life, I'd probably be in jail or prison or dead one or the other um you know but I had my mother to raise me and um you know I mean she she worked her her face off uh being a single mom and you know for any single moms listening right now um you know their struggles and I can't implore how uh grateful I am and how grateful you know your children really are for you guys because uh, you do so much and you sacrifice for for us but um but nonetheless, you know, my mother, you know, I, I didn't really have that that push in my life, you know. And I think I think her, you know, you know, being a mother and not a dad, it made that a lot harder uh, you know, to get out there and, and work and really instill Uh, some of those hard work ethics, and it made me, you know, lazy, and and I procrastinate a lot, and that's still something I'm struggling with. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm working to rewire that a lot. I found out for me personally, though, it's really only a problem when uh, I'm doing something that I'm not passionate about, okay? If, if like, like school, for example, I I procrastinated all the time because I hated school, you know? I, I had no passion to do it. I cared nothing about it, uh, so, so I naturally procrastinated, but like for example, things like you know, this you know, podcasts and dealing with T Five, and I'm I'm so passionate about uh, building this business and this gaming company. I, I don't really procrastinate with this stuff, and it really just all comes down to the level of like, do I care about this enough, or do I not? You know, and I, I to, that really will end up in your situation. That's going to be the key to what solves your procrastination is just ensuring that you're putting yourself in doing something that you absolutely love and you're obsessed with, you know, because you're, you know, you're not going to procrastinate that stuff. You're, in fact, you're going to just be doing it all the time almost. So you're going to be thinking about it all the time. Um, so that that's just one practical thing I wanted to give on, um, you know, on that fact, you know, but, you know, and, and there's some kids though that unlike us, I mean, You know, their their mom and dad boy, they had them working at twelve years old, and I mean, they just, I mean, they have natural work ethic, you know. But I think also those kids struggle uh, in you know becoming big entrepreneurs because they're so instilled to you know to be like employee work, you know. Not saying that they're all like this. I mean, there's some that are great entrepreneurs, but um, you know, they, they they tend to not be able to have that creative imagination, you know. And I think that's one thing I'm blessed with. And I think you probably have it similar where, you know, I wasn't pushed like that young on the work ethic side. But because I didn't have suppression, I didn't have like, uh, you know, I'm not saying my dad, uh, any dads like this, but I didn't have a, a parent. Let's just put it that way. I didn't have a parent that suppressed my creativity and my willingness to taste everything I wanted to do. You know, and I think that's another big key thing is that it allowed me to become very creative and visionary like because, you know, I, I had the freedom to roam. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it, it comes with its pros and cons. I know I'm getting way off here, but um, but for anybody listening, like I said, it, you know, procrastination to me doesn't really exist. It's not a real thing. Laziness, even laziness. I don't think laziness is a real thing. I think it's just a matter of you are failing to discover what it is that you truly love to do. Okay, And you're not figure and you're not the the lonely, lazy part in that is you're just not taking the time to figure out what it is. How do you get to do what you love doing all the time? That's, that's, that's the only lazy part in that whole thing. It's not the fact that you people don't really know what they love. Trust me, you guys know what you love to do. Most people do. Okay. Um, There's a small percentage that maybe don't, but the, 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 the work is how do you get to a point where that's what you do all the time, you know? And if you can figure that part out and put that work in, I mean, life becomes amazing, you know? So, but all right. Anyways, Coleman, how do you feel about all that, man? I'm giving you, I'm giving you the dish right
1: now, though. <laughs> yeah, I I mean you pretty you pretty much summed it up pretty good. I'm the just, only thing the only I'm... thing that I think you might have left out is uh you know for me I I up until like my senior year I've been really like accepting that you know I'm in high school I got time to waste I don't really have to do anything you know I I've accepted that. Um, I don't have a push and I don't really need a push until, you know, the last minute, you know, um, and
0: listen, I was just like you, man. I was just like you because I didn't have that either, man. But at the same time, I didn't have like, you have me. I didn't have that when I was your age. I, I had none of that, dude. You know, I, I had to learn this. I had to learn all this the hard way, you know, but I'm just trying to stick it into your head. And I know it's hard, okay? At your age, dude, when I was at your age, man, you know, adults would talk to me and stuff. Man, I wasn't listening to none of that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was in my own world walking to my own beat, and that was a good thing. But, I, I, I you know, I, I learned a lot longer. It took me a lot longer than it needed to be to to get to where I am now because of that. So I, I just, you know, I, I know it's hard for kids Seventeen, eighteen, to really listen to this stuff and take it and apply it but you know i i think I, honestly i think you have what it takes to you know to to, to, to truly understand and let this sink in I, I think it is uh but you know i i just want you to know as much as you can before and as quickly as you can type of thing you know but mm-hmm. all right next question man uh, how many girlfriends have you had Mm, two yeah two i had a thing give me some details man i you know like um what were they like mm, both of
1: them were pretty similar in the sense that uh you know i I was a freshman and a sophomore had one each year and uh both of them kind of it wasn't really anything too significant it was more of just kind of using me in any kind of way you know they weren't at that level of maturity that I felt that I was at so I just kind of like got used a bit you know financially and mostly um yeah they weren't at my level of maturity so I decided to not try to date anybody in high school ever again just because everybody is just in their own kind of world and I got to focus on, you know, what I'm going to be doing in the year, next year and the next year, you know, because that's a crucial part of my life. And I, I don't need anybody clouding, clouding okay. any of that.
0: Hey, I respect that. And you better promise me you stick to that, dude, because I, I can tell you this. When you find a girl one day, and you will, and it gets real serious, man, your whole mind going to change. everything's going to change about you, dog. So you stick it out and it's, it's going to get harder for you, man. It will. Cause I was, I was kind of like you, man. Look, I was all football focused, you know, I wasn't worried about girlfriends and stuff. Cause I was so obsessed with making it to the NFL and, you know, just training all the time and stuff. And, you know, as you get into college, it's going to get, it's going to get significantly more difficult for you to, uh, to resist that temptation. But all I can tell you, man, and in, in the long term of things, being this is like real adult advice right now, like man to man stuff. Um, get your career right, get your money right before you jump into a you know a relationship that'll turn serious, which is probably very likely in your case you'll turn into a marriage. You know, um, I just like I said, man, I think it's really crucial that, um, like, if like if you were my son right now, like I'm telling you, like. You you need to get your get your career together, get your money right, and then go find that girl or whatever, man. Not to say you can't date and you know, and have friends and stuff. I, <laughs> I ain't saying none of that stuff. I'm just saying like, you know, don't try not to let it suck you in, man. So
1: Yeah, I I just don't know, you know, just yet what I'm gonna do, you know, how can I even You know, think about somebody else just yet. You know, I'm not at that point. Yeah, I
0: get it, man. I get it. You got time, dude. Don't worry. But I'm just saying, just be prepared because the time will come. It will come. It'll come sooner than you think. Let's just put it that way.
1: All right. Yep. Okay.
0: Um, (coughs) blonde or brunette?
1: Definitely brunette. Definitely, hundred percent. Blondes are overrated.
0: Oh, uh, okay. I'm having fun right now. I've never done this, these questions with somebody, but you're at that age where I, I love this stuff. Um, <clears throat> all right, so what is the most trouble you've ever got in? Probably nothing.
1: Um, I, listen, this is how, how good of a person I am. I remember the last time that I actually purposely lied, okay? It was fifth grade to my father about um, – I didn't want to do homework for that night, so he had to pick me up early to go to some dentist or whatever, right? Not important. But he picked me up early, and I had to go to the office before you know he, he can actually take me out of the school. And I left my homework sheet on that desk. And uh, you know, I planned this out. This was premeditated, okay? I left it on the counter, and so I would just get out of not doing the homework. Obviously, it wasn't pre- premeditated enough because... The uh, woman on the desk called my dad as we're getting into the truck, and he, she said, "Sir, I think your son left his homework." And I, and um, he turned to me and said, "Did you leave your homework on the thing?" And he said, "No, I, I don't have any homework. You know, I I don't have any homework for tonight." And he said, "Don't lie to me." And I said, "I don't." And she, he said, "Yes, you do." Guess who's on the phone? And he made me turn around and go get my homework and do it that night. You know, I still remember that fifth grade and I'm in 12th grade now I still remember it vividly you know so yeah. I, I don't get in big trouble like ever so
0: I don't know if that's a good thing i gonna tell your mom she needs to punish you more <laughs> yeah sure <laughs> um all right so um what's the best I guess if you have the to conceptualize your your greatest moment in high school what 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 was it um let's see i think
1: the biggest accomplishment two things um you know towards my profession i would say very recently like this weekend last weekend I um, got a, I mean, small, but, you know, every dollar counts um, scholarship from my county. Um, they There is a local business around here that hosted a county-wide art competition sort of thing, and I applied with uh, some other people from my school, and I, I got a $100 scholarship out of it. And um, what's actually really cool is the guy there um, did graphic design for 44 years, and uh, the the term graphic design has changed, uh, especially you know each decade for the last four decades. You know, it's changed. You know, from newspaper to um, you know the old like spray paint kind of thing. You know, 80s 90s has changed a lot, uh, and now it's digital. But um, you know, he uh, it was kind of in charge of all that. And saw one of my, I only submitted one graphic design piece, but, uh, you know, he thought that it was good along with my other pieces. But, um, yeah, man, that was one of my bigger accomplishments.
0: All right, man. So we're going to wrap this up. Final question here, uh, Coleman. Um, I guess what, and I, I've asked everybody this and I love, I love actually hearing this from, uh, you know, younger folks such as yourself. Um, if you were on your deathbed, okay, let's say today is your last day on earth, okay, and you had a chance to basically deliver one last simple message to the entire world, what would that message be
1: yeah, so, um let me think about this for a second you know i I've thought about some some things that you know I would say to the freshmen at my school on you know their future and you know how I'm kind of transitioning to the real world and you know they're still still talking about you know freshman issues you know uh you know this girl that this guy that whatever and uh probably my answer would be what I would say to them is uh you know follow your dreams and let it take you into the real world and uh that's probably my answer, um, just because, you know, that's what I'm doing. I'm trying to do that, and, I mean, if you don't love your job, you know, you're you're not going to be successful in life, um, you know, that, that kind of, the dream has to be able to transition in the real world, and if you don't do what you love, you don't follow that dream, you know, it's, uh, you're not going to have a very fun life, you know, in my opinion, who knows, you know.
0: Awesome, awesome. All right, well, guys, uh, give a big virtual round of applause for my man, uh, Coleman Hopkins here, a.k.a. TE5 Careless. Uh, Careless, go ahead and let everybody know where they can find you on socials.
1: You can find me at TE5 Careless on all social media platforms. Pretty easy to figure out.
0: Awesome. If you guys want to squad up with him in Overwatch, if you're on the PC, uh get in the T5 Discord, you can hit up uh uh Coleman here. He'll he'll get you in there. Uh you know, just you can get on and play with him man. He's a chill guy. Uh you're on most days, right? Yes. Yep, yep. There you go. Well guys, listen, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I know I did a lot of talking and the last couple interviews have been uh very in- intriguing to me because um it's not just been like straight Q&A between me and the guest. It's been a lot of like Q and a mixed with a lot of, you know, discussion and debate. And I, and I really like that. And I, I kind of like how I'm uh, transitioning into that uh, type of, uh, of, uh, episodes. Now I think, I think it's going to give even more value uh, to everybody listening. So um, I guess I hope you guys enjoyed that. If you have some comments, whatever uh, we're, we are going to, obviously this is a video now. So my plan is to have the T five life show, YouTube channel, uh, created here very soon. I'm going to post this. This will be obviously the first episode we have posted on um, online, uh, you know, on YouTube, and then the audio you guys are listening on Apple Podcast. If you guys like it, please rate it. Leave us a review. Uh, let us know what you think, and uh, I'd love to hear from you guys. You can hit us up on Twitter as well, at the TE5 Life, or on Facebook uh, at the t 5 Life Audio Experience. Just let us know what you think. Uh, and until next time, guys, we'll see you later. Hey, podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed that episode. Guys, I really appreciate it. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, and even if you're not, Uh, If you could go to the Apple Podcast for the T5 Life and just leave us a a review and give us a rating. that only helps us boost the podcast. It's the only thing I would ask for, guys. I would really appreciate it if I've brought you any entertainment, uh, any value uh, over the course of the last 55 episodes we've done. Uh, That would mean a lot to me. I know a lot of you guys have been listening to it and you haven't left us a rating. So please do if you can. I would really appreciate it, guys. Uh, but otherwise, uh, thank you guys so much for your support, for listening, and we'll catch you guys next time. See ya.